Well, welcome back to a brand new year of the Rush Hour with Andrew Embley and Katie Lamb. We're back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. That's my song. Thanks very much. <laughs> Played that earlier in the show. <laughs> tonight. Have you got copyright on that, have you? Yes. Well, it's always a good song when you have been away for a while and you come back. Andrew Embley is here. Katie Lamb is here. I am Leachy on the panel side of the desk. And our producer, brand new producer for 2024, Joel Gelbin. Oh. The producer. And first note for yep. the podcast, uh, Embers, <laughs> if you're going to bring up a song to be, you know, welcoming everyone back to 2024, maybe use a TV theme that's not from the 1970s <laughs> that starred a young John Travolta. Stop Welcome showing your back. age, Embers. Well, there's a bit of John Travolta in me, don't you reckon? There yeah. Well, you there did is. dress as John Travolta from Greece at the Triple M Christmas party last Horshack, year. but, you know. And you I, were his Sandy? <laughs> I was his Sandy. I did look more of a Bogan Cheryl. She wouldn't yeah. be my Sandy. Oh, why? What's that? You were bullying me into going as Sandy. No, you were, you were my, you were my fourth choice. Sandy. I asked four other girls in the office and they <laughs> all said Including no. Alicia from the newsroom is number one. That is a lie. You asked 15 other women in this office. Before. Embers is more Including into like cha-cha. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, I want to just put it on the record because yeah. there was a record broken on the show today. The fastest that Embers has fat shamed anyone on this show. Oh, yeah, what was it? 45 seconds. 45 that seconds. Included the intros. That included the intro of the show, so it actually was more like about 15 seconds of us talking. I did not fat shame anyone. You fat shamed I just Katie said Lamb. to Katie she looked like she had a great time. <laughs> oh, that was With impressive. That, you could have been alluding to the smile on her face. You could have been alluding to this the smile. <laughs> this smile on my face. Do I look happy? Why's Lando wearing a rash well, today? I would, uh, I would be smiling if I didn't have gigantic cheeks. Yeah. Get wisdom teeth just, out over the break. It's just water weight. It's just water weight. It's all water weight. And exactly. you've got the most tanned face of all time. Yes. It looks borderline racist. I've been doing tanning over the, uh, the break. Yeah. 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 Looks like that it? episode of Friends where he doesn't, uh, Ross yeah. doesn't know how to rotate yeah. <laughs> in the tanning booth. Oh, no. Did you get a sunbed for Chris? Christmas, did you? No, I just get brown at this time of the year. Okay, fair yes. enough. Yes. All that tennis I was playing and, no, of you know. Were you playing tennis, were no, you? I wasn't, but yeah, <laughs> what a surprise. Uh, today on the show, we bring back a favourite from the back end of last year, and that is Battle of the Burbs. I wouldn't have yeah. said back end. <laughs> Do what you feel. I mean, you know. First right. show. Yeah. First show back. Fat shaming and, and innuendos from yes. Katie Lamb. Yeah, exactly. Please explain. I mean, please explain that joke. <laughs> That's all right. If you wouldn't mind. Uh, no, Battle of the Burbs returning and we're doing it every day. Yes. During the show. We're going to do it around about five o'clock each day. So if you're listening in, you're like, I am smarter than anybody in the south of the river than anybody else, then make sure that you actually represent the south because no one has been able to do it so far. We do know that north people are smarter than south of the river. Uh, Joel, uh, you are from where? I was about (laughs) to get really upset just now because... Leachy's over there on his high northern horse. Uh, sorry, I've got a thing about horses today. You'll get that in a podcast later. Gildings and horses. Um, but no, no, you're a bunch of northy scumbags, and I would appreciate <laughs> listeners of the Rush Hour that are southerners, that are southerners, get involved and uh, and defend our honour because, yeah, we, it, it has been a bit of a shit show, actually, the last six months listening mm. to this show. Yeah, it has. Mm, We've been yeah. asking mm. South to step up for We've a while. We've only been doing Battle of the Birds for a couple of weeks, so what was shit about the last six months? Well, no, that was the thing. I was saying the whole show. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> a bit of a shit show the, show the, last, shit six the last six months. <laughs> you didn't let me finish. Yeah, good point. And that's why John's um, here to bring it up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> to pick yeah. us up and to try and make it better. But we're Thanks, doing it every day now, Leachie. Every day. Yep, that's five right. Five o'clock. Yeah. Yep. 
Southerners join in and just, you know, read a book or something. Yeah. And <laughs> just literally read a page of a book. Yeah. <laughs> read a one, one sentence uh, a day. It might be too much. Read a magazine. <laughs> read read you know, magazine. if you can, read, just look at the pictures and make something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Dolly yeah. Doctor. Uh, we're also going to go through your holiday <laughs> stories so then you don't have to go back to work on Monday and have to tell 90,000 people about the mm. same holiday story and get bored of it. <laughs> and also... What did you watch with your parents or your in-laws that was a little on the risque side because... A little salt burny. Oh, my goodness. Salt burn. I don't know movie if I want to see that movie anymore after seeing that no, one bathtub scene. What I want you to do tonight is go home, watch the whole thing. Oh, God. I really want you to. That sounds a lot like I need to get Amazon Prime. <laughs> If you're listening, $16, not in a month. I'm not sure about no. that. No. We didn't get pay rises. With those mortgage repayments that have gone up this year. Well, let's see how that goes. Meanwhile, someone's uh, coming out of Leachy's house to watch the movie tonight. You're all welcome. Thank you. Here's your podcast for today. From Roebuck Bay to the Road Highway, got my ice mocker from Dome Cafe, the Super Pizza Flory, in a Luwaru and Esperance too, across Albany and the Gloucester Tree, with Katie Lamb and Andrew Wembley. From the greatest city in the world, it's time for 92.9 Triple M's Rush Hour with Andrew Embley and Katie Lamb. Off the back of the holidays, of course. Oh. I'm sure it was a great holiday. Holidays Holiday. Tell us your holiday story. That's it. And, and, and you only need to tell us once. You know what I mean? Because there's nothing worse than coming back to work first day and people are like, how are your holidays? And you're like, yeah, it's good. And you give them the full rundown and then the next person's like, how are your holidays? And you're like, yeah, it's good. And then yeah, you give them the no, full rundown. really good. How was your holiday? You ask the question, but then before they answer it, you tell them about your holiday. Yeah. And you just, <laughs> just go, oh, well, I went to Bali. Did That's I go it. to Bali like Katie Lamb By on the, the holidays? or fourth person, you're just like, yeah, it was good. You know what I mean. So, one triple three five three. give us a buzz. What's your holiday story? Was it good? Was it bad? Was it wild? Did something happen to you? I'm going to say mine once. This is on the record now, so um, anybody in the office, don't ask me again. So um, <laughs> after our last show, yes. Embers, I drove straight down south, went to an amazing wedding you at did? Will's Domain. Beautiful. Beautiful. Oh, there, my God, it was it? fantastic. Went to bed at about 3.30 uh, a.m. Alarm went off at 5 a.m., drove straight to the airport, boarded a flight to Bali. Thank goodness you weren't drinking too. No, oh, no, 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 no. Well, my partner was there as well, so okay. she was the responsible drink driver. No, kidding. She, <laughs> she <laughs> drove. Stop backpedaling now, but yes. Uh, anyway, the person that was driving the car was sober. Yes, go. So uh, we got to Bali, and God, we drank all of the bintangs and cocktails, ate out some beautiful restaurants up Maori, which is uh, a new restaurant there, M-A-U-R-I. I know what you're about got to say, you, and yes. we're Thursday back. Let's just calm down. <laughs> um, anyway, most people come home from Bali, right, with, you know, some cheap shoes and T-shirts and yes. uh, DVDs back Chabelle, in the day. Kirby, you know, Chabelle, Kirby, yep, she came back with something else. But, yeah, yeah people do come back with Karabakan. things. That's right. Um, I came back with a parasite. Yeah, I came oh. back with a little parasite just feasting in my tummy. So, obviously. Is it the sashimi chicken that you ate over there? I think so. Really? I think so. So, anyway, all of a sudden I am, you know, Christmas Day looked a little different to me. I'm absolutely <laughs> strapped to the toot. Um, oh. On Christmas night it was just a painful experience. No. It really was. But I thought on the upside at least I'd lose all of the weight that I put on in Bali. Hmm. Um, 
didn't say anything. We found I did out, not say anything. We found out the first 45 no. seconds of this show what happened with that. Anyway, was the there any good thing about that, though? The, the antibiotics worked a treat, sadly, so I ended up putting it all back on, as Embers will tell you. <laughs> and um, I really enjoyed my New Year festivities. There Embers, you go. Well, you know what? We love holidays. And uh, I was sort of back and forth a little bit down south. Now, between Christmas and New Year's, though, mm. I was actually here in Perth with the bigger kids. My wife, Katie, was down south with Frankie. And she sent me a video, right, of the veggie patch um, down at the farm. And it was at this time of the year with the, the basil, the parsley, and the rosemary. Everything is growing so well. It was beautiful. And as she was scanning the phone across the veggie patch, I noticed something sort of in the veggie patch that was sort of moving around a little bit. Oh, so nah. I went back to it. No. It was a Jugite snake. No. Oh, they had no idea. Oh. Katie was with Frankie and they were just filming and there was a snake literally 500 centimetres in front of where the phone was. That is. And I said back to her, I said, can you go back and just have a look? Look. And we realised, yep, Jugite. Jugite caught on. Basil the Jugite. Candy camera. Oh, wow. That oh. is hectic. Heck Not dick. the kind of snake you want to see on a holiday, no, am I right? Absolutely not. Hello, Kylie from Maylands. How are you? Hey. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year to you, Kylie. Kick us off. Tell us what happened really cool on your holidays. So, my brother and his sister, like my sister in law, had. Most extended family is over. Oh, yep. So there's kids galore playing on their brand new play equipment that they've got their daughter, like my niece. Yes. We called everyone in for lunch and we just sat down. We're doing the Christmas crackers and it sounded like a train was going past and they live nowhere near a train station. Oh, right. So we're all like looking at each other confused and next minute we see all these tiles from the roof come flying off. Oh. It was yeah, and hit like <laughs> the place like where the kids were playing, and like it would have been a fatality for sure because oh, there was God. that many. So was it like yeah. a, a whirly wind that picked the tiles up, or how, how did the tiles come off? We it was just a freak gust of wind. Like there was no wind prior or after. Like we were just all sitting there in a bit of shock. Like all of us put our phones out, taking photos of the roof because it's all like open now. Yeah. Did they stick on your roof tiles with sticky tape? <laughs> <laughs> Like, I honestly think my brother bought a doozy house. I understand construction costs are very expensive yes. at the moment. Maybe people are just doing the DIY. Yeah, the get the super glue, though. There I would suggest go. super glue, not sticky tape. Or blue tack, it sounds like. And maybe oh, recommend don't that? put the bathroom tiles on the roof. <laughs> oh, no, that's oh, if it was bathroom, it wouldn't be so bad. Um, gl- glad, though, that you can, um, you know, talk about it in a, like, whoa, this happened to us, because it sounds like it could have, like, a, a kid could have gotten very badly hurt. Well, I know that our kids were literally waiting for the slide where one of those tiles landed. Like, there would have been at least one child seriously injured. How many like, times have you told uh, the roof tile story to Kylie? Um, I literally got goosebumps when you asked me that question because <laughs> I've lost count. Um, <laughs> and I'm so over it. So I'm like, oh, oh, you know what, Kylie? You don't have to tell us. the story ever again. <laughs> Perth knows now. But see, this is the thing when you tell a story constantly is that you're like so over it. It's like, oh, I don't have to tell this again. Let's go to Dan from Dongra. Hello, Dan. Yeah, g'day, guys. Welcome back. Yeah, Thank welcome you. back to you too, Dan. How was your holidays? <laughs> yeah, well, you know, they started out all right. Uh, thanks, Embers. But we, uh, a couple of days, so we went away for nine days. January 1st got back last night. But right. uh, a 
couple of days in, um, you know, everything's going along just nicely down there in 78. The whole family, there's five of us. We were, uh, you know, loving life. And uh, all of a sudden, barley belly struck. Oh, um, no. So we spent five days um, out of the nine, um, you know, just with the shits and um, <laughs> coming, <laughs> coming up both ends and violently ill. And Sometimes you get that with the family without actually without getting barley, barley belly. Without the barley belly, yeah. <laughs> you sure you just uh, didn't have the shits you sure you barley belly hey, um, then? Dan, can yeah. I um, tell you, and sorry to ruin your spirits because you wasted five days with barley belly, but there's something called the dose drip in barley. I had two of them. Yes. They're IV drips um, and they just get you back on your feet within the within the hour. That's what I did to, to get over my parasite that was growing. Well, well, funny you say that, Katie, because we were on the uh, we we're on the flight back last night. We we're sort of going through all of our photos as you do as a family and and trying to find some you know some some solace in <laughs> nice the trip. One. And we, we we tried to pinpoint where it was that we got sick. Was it you know was it the ramen? You know was it the ice in the water? And there's a photo when we ran into you in Cuda. Um, you know, and you've come up and uh, you know we should give each other a hug and say good day and all the rest of it. And, um, oh. Do you wash your hands, Katie? Oh, shut up, Dan. <laughs> I haven't seen you. By the way, I never go to Cuda. Thank you very much. <laughs> you, that was Dan. your fin tank dog. Did you run into Land Dog no. in Cuda? Yeah. I was back on the we 23rd did. of December. <laughs> yeah, that's when we were there. Yes. <laughs> you weren't. You no. <laughs> anyway, but yes. Um, by the way, too, Dan, Cuda was, was um, 2002. Yeah. <laughs> it's moved on from then. <laughs> yeah, I'm right on Sky Garden. We've got the special. We've got the special. Out of the newspaper, the budget. Yeah, well done to you, mate. Oh, well, welcome back to Perth, and uh, hopefully, back. 2024 for you and your family um, kicks off to a better start than your trip to <laughs> than Bali. The Bali belly. <laughs> so I'm trying to work out. Did you meet up with Dan? No, and you no, sure? no, no. Promise. You sure who Dan is? Yes, I, I know who this Dan is. Are you sure? I guys, I know he was there from the first of Jan nine. He said that. Yeah, I was yeah. back on the 23rd of December. Just making sure of it. And I do wash my hands. <laughs> Thank you, Dan. Cam Bancroft, oh. Katie, a lot of speculation. Will he play? Won't he play? Well, he's missed out on selection for the first test against the West Indies. Now, George Bailey, he's head off the selectors. He has categorically said that it had nothing to do with the Sandpaper Gate incident. I'd be disappointed if people were looking to that as a reason. That's not the case. Never has been and never will be. So he was the highest run scorer in the Sheffield Shield over the last couple of years. From an outside looking in, he looked like the perfect replacement. He's done his time and he looked like to me that he was the guy that should have got the opportunity. Right. And so kind of everybody sort of thought that he was the guy that was going to yes, get Yes, but where there's smoke, there's fire. And a few mm. weeks they sort of came out. There's a bit of speculation that they might be shuffling the order around and Steve Smith might be opening. They might be bringing right. Cam Green in, which would mean that Cam Bancroft would miss out. Now, I'm not sure who told him the news, Katie, but I'd hate to think it was Dave Warner. <laughs> <laughs> Even I get that joke and that's yeah. cricket. Cool. Yeah. Uh, it wouldn't be good news to tell. And it's worse when everybody thinks that you're a shoo-in. So this exactly happened to me, right? I was working at a previous place for quite a few years now and um, I was kind of getting ready for that next step in my career. And yeah. Uh, everybody, it wasn't just me, it was everybody else in the office as well was always like, your time's going to come soon, it's just around the corner now, hang in there. And, you know, I'd been there for quite a few years. All of a sudden, all-staff meeting was called in the big boardroom, right? Yep. And all of a sudden we get told that the guy who was in that spot, in that position, which I would move up to, was leaving. 
And everybody, everybody. Turned to the land dog. Turned to the land dog and was just like... Wow. My goodness. This is a Stephen Bradbury moment. Uh, Absolutely. They've fallen over. There's only one person left. I was popping on a bit of lippy. I was making sure I was looking good. I was just like, sure enough, I'm going to walk to the front and say my acceptance speech. I thought it's a little bit weird. You were walking up to the stage before they even called your name. I thought it was a little bit weird that the bosses hadn't like told me that, you know, I've got this promotion. They but wanted I wanted to see your surprise they, live. Yeah, because there's <laughs> nothing better than a bit of a surprise. Yes, yes. And so they're talking about, you know, thanking this guy for, for working and, and now we're going to announce the next <laughs> daytime announcer. And everyone's looking at me and being like, oh, my God. Yeah, and, and I'm just thinking, oh, God, oh, do I look all right? <laughs> <laughs> and up popped the first name and it said Kate. And I said, well, they've accidentally missed an eye because oh, my no. name's Katie, but that's fine. That's a typo. That's that is a typo. Oh, yes. And then all of a sudden up pops Skype and it's another girl named Kate. <laughs> she's oh, she's the waving. The of bad news. Literally everybody looked at me and I just start getting the biggest <laughs> Wellington boots. I'm just welling up into my whole face goes red and I have to pretend to crack a smile <laughs> and clap along and say happy to you. And then I literally just leave and I end up bursting into tears. And it was so awkward. (laughs) (laughs) I I literally went home. I didn't even work the rest of that day. My uh, story's uh, (laughs) probably not as bad as that one. But in my first year at the West Coast Eagles, I played the first four games of the season, right? Mm. And anyway, my fifth game was my first away trip and we were flying over to Melbourne and we're playing against, I think, maybe St Kilda or Hawthorne. I can't remember. But I, um, you know, I was preparing for this game, right? I, I hadn't kicked a goal and I was thinking today's going to be the first yeah. day where I kick a goal. Today's and, the day. And I, and I just I was feeling good. Yeah. had a good week on the training track. And anyway, an hour before the game, you know, I'm really excited and, and I'm on the uh, the massage table and I've had a beautiful massage. I'm feeling really flexible. I'm rolling out, That's doing right. the stretches. I've yeah. got my feet up and yeah. I've got my left leg um, taped, you know. Then my right foot yeah. is starting to get taped. And then yeah. Mick Walterhouse walks over. And normally Mick walks over to say, you know, you're going to play out. Yeah, Half four today. Yeah. We'll you know, get you up the ground, push you back. Yeah. Where so, am I playing, know. Mick? Come on. Hey, Mick, what's going on, mate? Break the news. Where am I playing? He goes, uh, Embers, um, you might as well start to unstrap yourself because we've decided to go with Laurie Bellotti today. Who's Laurie Bellotti? I said, who? Laurie Bellotti. Laurie Bellotti. Who's he Laurie sounds Bellotti? Sounds like a pasta. Bellotti. <laughs> It sounds young. I was replaced by Bellotti. It sounds like a little car. I I ding, 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 ding. Bellotti played. I sat in the stands that day. Laurie Bellotti. Bellotti. But can you tell me who he is? Do we know? Well, he was playing at West Coast at the time. Really? (laughs) Bellotti. And how did he go? Did he kick any goals? Well, I'm not sure. (laughs) (laughs) He didn't last as long as me. So, Mick, (laughs) wrong call. (laughs) Claim to fames. Yeah. So, Russell Crowe, he claims he's related to the last man executed by beheading in England. Hey? Come on, Come on. Really? Did he jump on Ancestor.com? But how can anyone prove that? I, I don't know. And it does just sound like he's at the pub with his mates and he's just sort of said it, but no one can fact check it. But he, he said, he <laughs> yeah. said, so this is what he said in yeah. an interview. He said, apparently they set up temporary stands for the, you know, general public to sure. watch him die. But one of those stands collapsed, which resulted in the death of nine onlookers. Being told this just before he was about to be put to death made him laugh. He was still laughing when the blade struck his neck, thereby... <laughs> 
laughing his head off. Goodbye, oh. you, Russ. Oh. Goodbye, oh, you. Oh, Russell. Yeah. How many times are you going to be told that around the uh, dinner table? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Do you have a wild claim to fame, anyone? Like, you? Um, you so what? in our family, there's a little story going around that we're related in some way to Grace Kelly, the, like, 50s actress, but was also the Princess of Monaco at one point. Really? Yeah. That's I, a bit of fun. I've never had that fact-checked either, but that goes around <laughs> the, goes around the <laughs> table. We're going to go with that. Yeah. So my uh, claim to fame is that my older sister used to beat Casey Delacqua in oh. all of the state tennis championships. Great. I mean, my sister retired when she was 14. But still, (laughs) it still counts. And we can fact check that. My claim to fame used to always be, because I grew up in Bassendine, and I would always say, well, Rolf Harris comes from Bassendine. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah, No, we don't mention that. Um, Hey, uh, Joel, he's our new producer. We've got a new member of the team. Producer Joel. Please, the slow golf club wasn't needed. Welcome. It's good to be here. We we got rid of Robbie um, because he was a bully. Uh, No, kidding. He was. Especially in that battle of the boobs, which is coming up after five o'clock as well. Well, When we did the wheelie bit of fortune, he was an absolute bully. He kept on saying, no, that was not the object in there. And we were like, whoa, be more aggressive. Um, Joel, anyway, great to get to know you and we'll get to know you more as uh, I'm sure the days go on, as long as you stick around. But what's your wild claim to fame? Great family claim to fame, actually. This is one that my father and his father before him passed down from generation to generation. Uh, Judging by my giant red beard, you can mm. see I'm spotting. I've got a rich Scottish ancestry. Yes. Okay. yes. And my great, great, great grandfather was a big, burly Scottish man, lived in Australia, had hams like fists, right. they reckon. And a horse during a parade uh, was bucking wild. Yep. Bucking. Yes. And uh, there were children everywhere. And they were really scared that this sort of wild stallion was going to injure one of the children going past. Oh. So my great, great grandfather won up. Punched and killed the horse. Sorry, what? He punched and killed the horse? Yeah. He <laughs> saved, he saved kids, guys. Now, before any animal activists call up, it was 120 <laughs> years ago. <laughs> the horse, you know, interesting end. But, oh, no, I mean, he saved kids by, yeah, you know, He punching. did save kids. I would love to say that no horses were injured um, or harmed during this story, but unfortunately one died. Um, <laughs> he, yeah, he, he also punched and killed uh, Russell Crowe's great, 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 <laughs> great uncle. Well, before fun, the beheading. The fun thing about that, though, is that that's a story about a horse and your last name is Gelding. Nay. I mean, yay. <laughs> well, what an introduction to our new producer. He just comes in and tells us about killing horses. Yeah. I mean, oh, this, is gonna be, this is going to be a wonderful Please year. don't complain. What I also like <laughs> is Produce he, a horse killer. He also said that his great-great-great-great-grandfather had... Hands like fists? Hands, hands like uh, hams. Like no, the size of a Christmas fist ham. Fists like hands, I think. Hams like fists. Like fists. <laughs> We'll get that audio and play back at the end of the show. And embarrass our new producer, Joel. It's time to find Perth's smartest suburb. How good is Perth? North versus South. Battle of the Burbs. Oh, my God. It's been so long since I've heard that opener because of our holidays, and I forgot that we had How Good Is Burbs. It's the best place (laughs) on Earth. (laughs) Uh, This is what we are doing, Battle of the Burbs. It is North v South. We are trying to find the smartest side of the river. Last year, North absolutely smoked South so hard it was embarrassing. It was so bad. It was... I feel like right now, though, 2024 could be a new year for the South. Yeah, turning over a new Time leaf. Time to bounce back. The definition of success is always how you respond to failure. <laughs> there they you go. They failed last year. That's they good. did. It's behind them now. Yeah. Is Come that on, it? South. Okay. Let's um, go. All right. We have representing the North, Owen in Caversham. Hello, Owen. 
Hey, how are you guys? G'day, Owen. Going very well, I presume. You didn't go down south for uh, any holidays this year, <laughs> Owen? Not a perk, mate. Never go down there. No, no. You're more of a 70s boy, mate. You head up uh, that oh. way, do you? Uh, more rivers. More river. River. Yes. River's a great spot yes. there. Excellent. Yeah. Well, Owen, you will be taking on Reese from Golden Bays, representing the South. Hello, Reese. Hello. How are you? Hey, Reese. I bet you'd never heard of a place called Moore River. I don't think I've ever crossed a bridge into the city, mate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we love race. it. We love it, Reese. All right, uh, you bloke from down south were very disappointing last year. So a reminder. So, it Please. is first to two. Your buzzers are Owen. You've got to say North. Reese, you've got to say South. They are your buzzers. First to two, as I said. And the first to get to two puts a point on the board for their side of the river. Question number one. All right, lads. Uh, instead of WA's own Cameron Bancroft, which Australian player was chosen as the new North. opener? North. North. Uh, that's uh, Smith. That is correct, Owen. Steve Smith. Oh. Hey, Reese, your buzzer working there, mate, all right? Yeah, I didn't even get a chance. No, he was quick, wasn't he? Oh, all right. That's because North, North get in early, and this is what they do. They ruin your dreams. All right, here we go. I like that. Question number two, Reese, you need this to stay in the game. Owen, you get this, you win. Question two, which celebrity singer did Golden Globes host Joe Coy make fun of at the Golden Globes? Yeah, no, fair point. Okay, fair enough. Okay. <laughs> Anyone want to have a stab in the dark? North. North, oh, okay. North. Owen, go on. Uh, we'll go Taylor Swift. <laughs> oh, my oh, God. This is just ridiculous. He didn't even know the answer to, and he's had a throw at the stumps, and he's hit the middle one. Reese. No, only one stump. Only one stump. Oh, All right, Taylor well, can I tell you what? Uh, 2024th, North, they're already on the board. Uh, One's in. Come on, Sam. Uh, Owen from Cavisham, well done to you. You've got yourself a $150 oh, voucher to the Craigie oh, Tavern. Reese from Golden Bay, he's going to have to go into the Hall of Mirrors and take a good hard look at himself, <laughs> as will most of the South River. And guess what? Are we that surprised? No. Come on. I North guess we're not. River. We are better than the South River. What did you watch with your parents or your in-laws? That made you go a little bit like, oh, oh my God. Weren't maybe expecting it. Why are we watching this together? This is not good. So the reason we're asking is because all the rage lately and what everyone's talking about on, on online, social media, is Saltburn. The movie Saltburn. Apparently you can watch it on Paramount. Yes. Right? Uh, Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime. Yeah, I haven't go. seen it. I started watching it because my wife's brother said that he saw it and you got to watch it. And then I've had people message me being like, have you seen Saltburn? You need to watch Saltburn. Leachie, you've seen it? I've seen it. Oh, God. <laughs> and did everyone's you watch it with reaction. No, I did not. <laughs> Thank no, God. I decided not to. I but was at home watching Because everyone is talking about Saltburn, I imagine that there would be people in over the holiday break who have maybe accidentally watched this movie with Someone that you just don't want to watch. Well, there were heaps of stories going around about people who had watched this thinking, oh, this is going to be a fun film and watched it with their parents. Oh, God. And got the shock of their lives. So if, there's. If, they, if that was one of you, give us a call, 13353. So there's two or three scenes in it that jaw drops. There's one I wanted to show you guys in particular before the show, and I might have got your reactions to it. So this happened before the show, watching a particular scene that involves a bathtub. Oh, so that's the guy who he's obsessed with in a bathtub 
enjoying himself. <laughs> he by himself in the bathtub? Yes, I believe so. Well, be nice. The plugs come undone. Oh, the bath is emptying. Oh no. <gasps> He's gone back into the oh! where he was. Oh, what are you what are you, why are you doing that? <laughs> oh, oh yuck. He's drinking the bath water. Where his mate's just been. Oh, oh Embers has walked away. Oh, he's really getting in the drain, Embers. Come back. Oh, my Lord. That's not okay. And really just rubbing his face in it like my dog does when he's down at the beach and he smells something nasty. <laughs> that was wild. I can't tell you how exciting it was just to watch you. Well, you in particular watching it. Embers was walked away. Oh well, if, yeah, you guys become made me watch it and after a while. Let's go, that's not for me. If anybody watched even a second of that scene yeah. with their parents or in-laws yeah. would be even worse. Oh, my God. I'll never forget when I was a bit younger. I think I was in, like, high school, and it was around Christmas time, and uh, I was just at home with my parents, and we thought we'd watch a bit of a Christmas movie. And I was like, oh, I've heard of this one. Apparently it's really funny. And we popped on Bad Santa. Oh, and no, he Bad was Santa. bad for all the wrong reasons. <laughs> and my parents walked away because they were like, this is so inappropriate, and you should not be watching this. And it was so awkward. I was like, oh, my God, a thousand this apologies. Is not the Home Alone uh, that I was Expecting to watch. <laughs> Bad Santa. American Pie for me. Oh, God. Yes. Well, American Pie. Remember the um the apple pie scene? Oh, well aware. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that didn't go down too we well. Uh, yeah, it's <laughs> not a big you, fan of apple pie Why anymore. did you watch that with the parents? Well, I, I'm not sure. He liked apple pie. <laughs> One triple three five three. What did you watch with your parents or in-laws that you probably really shouldn't have? Or maybe the kids. Oh, could you imagine... Imagine watching American <sighs> Pie with the kids. That's <laughs> not good. Jess is in PR Waters. Hello. Hi. How you going? Good day, Jess. What was that movie that you watched with your parents? Uh, for me, it was um, the Monty Python, The Meaning of Life. Oh, great film. Uh, I was about nine or ten, and there's a couple of scenes, obviously, in there that are a little bit confronting when you're nine and ten and have no idea. But <laughs> for me in particular, it was the live liver transplant scene. Oh, so basically, yes. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I was like, I don't even know what I'm watching. <laughs> yeah, and don't you reckon as well when you're like nine or ten years old and you see a scene like that, it stays with you well into adulthood. Oh, I haven't forgot it, and I'm, you know, oh, how old am I now? I don't really want to say on air, but <laughs> you, you can um, still see it though, Jess. <laughs> I can remember walking in on my sister watching Freddy Krueger when I was about five or six. Same thing. <laughs> Walked in, they were like something with cat's guts and stuff. I was like, I don't want to know anything about that, really. Let's go to producer Joel. Uh, You there, producer Joel? Hey, guys. Yeah, so my mum in the 90s thought it would be a great idea to take me as a kid. I would have only been about eight or nine years old and my deeply, deeply religious grandparents to go and see Forrest Gump. Yep. There's a particular scene where he goes to Jenna's um, room (laughs) at university and something happens when he puts a a bathrobe on his lap. Anyway... The look on my grandparents' face, my mum still to this day just can't believe Oh, not in a Tom Hanks film. Oh, God. <laughs> Religious grandparents and a six-year-old child. Uh, my parent, my mum took me and my cousins who were 12 years old to see 8 Mile. Eminem, 8 oh, Mile. Oh, yes, and there was a scene oh, no. in 8 Mile there what? that. Not even just that, though, Emma's. Every second word is a swear word. It's oh, terrific. Yeah, yeah it's that's like, uh, like bad not boys. good parenting by your parents. Jody's from Eden Hill. G'day, Jody. <laughs> Hi, how are you going? Yeah, you're a better mum than uh, Katie's <laughs> mum. 
Uh, I don't know. Am I? <laughs> Tell us. Um, so on the weekend, just I think it was Saturday night or Sunday night, yep. we watched. Um, we actually watched Salt Burn. Oh, oh you watched it? Uh, yeah, yeah, we did. Um, it was the daughter-in-law's uh, idea to watch it with us. Oh. And, um, yeah, so we watched it uh, with her, uh, one of our other daughters, who's 23, um, and the son didn't really want to watch it with us. He came in a couple of times, but, uh, yeah, no, he, he, he left. But my husband and I, we sat there watching it with the girls. We you watched the, the whole girls. thing, Jodie. Did you? Yeah. How, how, yeah. how was it during those um, horrific scenes? You know, was there any eye contact? Do you just keep on watching? Do you say anything? Like, what happened? Elephant in the room. Oh, well, you have, yeah. No, you have to say things. Yeah, there was lots of screaming. There was lots of, oh, my God, oh, my God. <laughs> yes. No. Yes. Uh, my husband was like, what am I doing watching this with? <laughs> Children, my daughter, my daughter, and my daughter-in-law. Um, but yeah, like lots of screaming, lots of oh my, yeah, lots of mm. oh my god, and lots of screaming. Yeah, how were we the, yeah. with the grave scene? Oh god. Um. Well, that was well. Yeah, it sort of was like what? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. It was a bit. It was a bit different. It was a bit out there, and uh, I've never seen. I haven't seen something like that before. No. I don't know if I want to see it. How did you actually get to TV? I don't know. Oh, well, it's a movie and it's on like one of the streaming services. It's I know, not but technically like, TV, but yeah, it's still it's still found its way there. Yeah. Isn't there there's certain things that you just go, you cannot actually. No, get. because there are ratings and yeah. everything. That's why you know it's, it's, it's not PG. Yeah, <laughs> um, clearly not. And Margot Robbie's like a part producer for it as well. Really, yeah, I love Margot. Margot. We I wish she was Mar- in it. <laughs> bring Margot watch back. Um, quickly off the text line oh four triple eight double five nine two nine. My sister and I got my mum to watch Saltburn last night. Told her it was a comedy. She wasn't oh, too happy. Oh, what a stitcher. <laughs> that is. She was What's gross. the opposite of comedy? <laughs> <laughs> An absolute horror. 100%. Katie, you don't have kids, do you? No, I don't. So why are you broke? <laughs> well, because my mortgage has essentially doubled. Thank yes. you. I've just come off a good fixed point. rate. Oh, my God. Good answer. That was on Christmas Eve, by the way, as well. I was like, oh, Merry Grimmas. Yeah, I know. That's, uh, that sucks for you. Hey, uh, good luck with those mortgage repayments this year. But Thanks. I feel like right now, and I'm sure there's a lot of parents out there that could concur with this, mm. I'm an ATM. I am spitting out money to my children. Every single time the kids want to do something. And you've got like Can 74 I have 10? kids. Can I have 15? <laughs> Can I have 20? It's starting to add up. Now, just recently, right, over this uh, little holidays, we had a uh, few um, mates come over with the kids. We have sleepovers. And one particular morning, my son, my middle son, Lux, asked for 20 bucks. Said, no worries. Gave him 20. Okay. But, like, did he say why? No, he didn't say why. Right. And this is, and this is the thing. They were, they were going to the shops and, you know, so they get him out of the house. Here's 20. Go. <laughs> but You're like, mate, I'll time, give you 20 to get out of the shops. Right. That's probably how it went. When kids wanted money. Like when we wanted money of our kids, you know, we go to our mum and dad and say, listen, you know, can I clean your car? Can mm. I clean my room? Can I get a bit of pocket money? Some chores. I would actually try to find a way to earn money. Right. Mm. So after I'd given Lux that 20 bucks for doing stuff all, mm. right. Kid had the audacity to come to me about a few hours later and ask for another, some more money. And I said, Lux, where's that 20 that I uh, gave you earlier this morning? And he said, oh, listen, I've spent it. I said, well, that's fine, but you're not getting any more money. Now, Lux was with a mate, right? And his mate had stayed over the night and they were sort of, you know, like just going, well, what are we going to do? We've got no money. And (laughs) Lux's mate, I heard him say, don't worry, Lux, I've got an idea. 
So I'm thinking, oh, this will be interesting. Okay, I just want to sort of get a, you know, an idea of you know what Lux's mates are like. Are yeah. they clever kids? Are they entrepreneurial? Yeah. Right? Make so, a lemonade stand. That's right. Are they going to pinch money out of my wallet? Oh, you know, God, I was going to yeah. be very careful about this kid's Become a idea. That's yeah, yeah, it. Cute. So they walk off and they go into their room. And I try to overhear the conversation. I want to find out this great idea mm. that young Leroy has, right? No, so, no, uh, Leroy. anyway, Leroy says to Lux, Watch this. How much money do we need? And he goes, Oh, you know, they, they think they need about 30 bucks. 30. Great. So, he calls his mum up, right? <laughs> hey, mum, how you going? How was your night last night? So, he started to butter mum up a little yeah. bit. I hope you had a really good time. Pretending yeah, he cares. That's good. Hey, mum, listen, can I just say we've had a wonderful time at the Embleys and, and Lux's dad has been so generous, right? He's been given us so much money <laughs> and I just don't want to ask him for any more. So, Lux and I were just going to go down to, uh, to the shops and buy something. I was wondering if you could transfer me $15. Oh, my God. <laughs> I hear this hang up. Lux, we've got 15 And then the boy says, Leroy says, ha. Nah. Bring, bring. Oh. Hey, Dad. <laughs> oh! He called Dad, and guess what? Told the same story. Another These 15. little buggers had thirty bucks. Oh, well, you know what? Well done, boys. Good on you, Leroy. Okay, there you go. They're little swindlers now. They yep. know how to just squeeze every cent out of you. And gone are the days where you do chores for money, no? Yeah, no. Nah, Especially le- if you've got. No, nah, it'll be, uh, it'll, it'll be like seven, four years, I reckon. Uh, Leroy <laughs> for fraud, I reckon, in about <laughs> once he leaves high school without a degree. <laughs> Um, we do have a new producer this yes. year. We met him earlier. If you missed it, his name was Joel Gelding. He had a bit of a story about his wild claim to fame. My great, great, great grandfather was a big, burly Scottish man, lived in Australia, had hands like fists and a horse during a parade uh, was bucking wild. And uh, there were children everywhere. And they were really scared that this sort of wild stallion was going to injure one of the children going past. So my great, great grandfather went up, punched and killed the horse. Sorry, what? He punched and killed the horse. Yeah, he saved, he saved audio. kids, guys. What? So his uh, first time on air with us and he told us a story about his uh, great-great-great-grandfather like, punching and killing a horse. So, dozens of children were saved. <laughs> In the words of Pauline Hanson. Please explain. <laughs> also, think of the children. Also, well, somebody think of the children. Um, Joel, um, also, can everyone we calling just, up at the moment? Can we just say... The switchboard's uh, gone nuts. You said hams like fists. Had hams like fists. He had fists like hams. No, no, he had... Had hams like fists. Yeah. Hams <laughs> like... I don't know what I said. Hams like fists. So um, I, it's good to see that embolisms are already running, uh, rubbing <laughs> off on you, Joel. And, of course, uh... with something like that, how could we not get a bit creative on our first show back? I'm going to take, take my horse to the, the old town road. I'm going to... ハーズンジェリーネイスノーモーハーズンジェリーネイスノーモーハーズンジェリーネイスノーモーハーズンジェリーネイスノーモーハーズンジェリーネイスノーモーハーズンジェリーネイスノーモーハーズンジェリーネ
Yeah, that's the that meat. Spicy meat. The spicy Sounds meat. Very gourmet, but I like the first one. Tagliatelle. Okay. Yep, oh, do yeah. it. Yeah. Right. Yum. Next week. I'm starving. Our boss will hate us for talking about uh, food again, but what are you going to do? That's going to be the new thing in 2024. New Year, same us. Well, you yep. could sack us. Triple M's Rush Hour with Embers and Katie.